welcome back, everybody, to this edition of Drunk Bible Study Bonus Edition. <laughs> Crap, I said edition twice. Welcome to this edition of that edition uh, for episode 121, where the prophet Elijah finally showed up. Yeah. And so... Isn't Elijah also among the prophets? He is. Elijah he is so among is. the prophets. He like, totally is. Very yeah, much so. Hella among the prophets. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would love to start by, let's just get this casting settled. In the episode, right at the end, someone suggested Idris Elba, and I thought that was great. Yeah. Definitely. Can anyone compete with that? I know Elijah, I know. Elijah Wood's up against him, and the name matching is good. That's <laughs> that also is good. good. I, Idris Elba has a lot more like gravitas, though. That's what I'm thinking, the only, yeah. Yeah, the only other person I could think of would be Forrest Whitaker, who is also really, he has a lot of gravitas yeah, as well. But true. But he is a little older. It's the question, like, Idris Elba is more like of a middle age, and Forrest Whitaker right. would be more of an old boy. And because... I, I think- I think we go with Idris. Yeah, because okay. we've got quite a lot more story. We can save, we can save Forrest for another time. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's Sounds get some people good. to draft up an offer letter. Send that yep. over to Idris Elba's agent. He's like, wow, I'm going to be Elijah in this like 150 million part <laughs> miniseries. How awesome. Jeez. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I looked up, I mean, I'm sure we all looked up like things about Elijah, but I was looking up it about his his weird downward facing child's pose <laughs> thing over this boy. And oh, I That's really, where the name child's pose comes from cuz he did it that, there over you go. the child. Now it makes over, sense. on the top of a child. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but and I really actually was trying to like find a very concrete answer to this question, but of course it being a biblical thing and I'm looking on Christian sites like there was nothing concrete about this so I'm just gonna like here's the best of what I found okay some of it gets like super esoteric but I I tried to not read those things so okay uh so once this symbolic act took place Elijah took the what is this from newchristianbiblestudy.org Elijah took the child upstairs to his own room, laid him on his own bed, and stretched himself out on the child, not once, but three times. I'm sure you've noticed the striking number of times groups of three appear in the Bible. Striking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above all, the divine trinity. There is faith, okay, hope, yes, and yes, love. Yes. Skip, yes. skip ahead a bit, Brother Okay, Maynard. let's just clarify right now. Like The number three, super important, comes up in tons of different traditions. Like There's nothing unique about three in the Bible being a Bible yeah. thing. Anyway, sorry, moving on. Okay. No, I mean, uh, that was what I had from this specific one. Oh, so that's we'll it. just that move just on the to the three. next okay. one. <laughs> oh, just okay. the three was the important oh, part? Well, okay. yeah, that was like basically, I didn't really even have anything else to say about that. Um, it's like no, but, one's, no one's questioning the oddness of this? I know. Yeah. Um, well, okay, here's the next one from forums.catholic.com. Good. Okay. Yep. Um, so stretching out the body out of the body symbolically, maybe that is total commitment to prayer, which is more than just symbolic. Three times recalls Elijah's persistence in belief compared to his remaining in prayer until the der- until the drought ended. Did he remain in prayer until the drought ended? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so this might be me being a little bit conspiracy theorist here, but okay. The mm-hmm. idea of... This grown man Elijah stretching out on top of a small child in his bed makes me feel uncomfortable. 
Yes. A little and, bit, yeah. And the fact that these things you're looking up all like really focus on the number three and just that he did it three times feels a little bit like a, but look over here at this other mm, thing. Maybe. Like, I don't mean, look at yeah, that. Don't pay attention to those uncomfortable feelings that you have about a grown man getting really close to a small child. Right. Just, just yeah. yeah, focus on other things. Well, I have one more. Uh, what is this? Witzend.me. Wit. Oh, wit's like wit's end. end. Okay. Yes. Wit's end. end. Oh, you're like sending wit across the internet. I lo- <laughs> exactly. Oh, with a Z. Oh. With a Z. Wits end. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one also says, not only did Elijah pray, but he did a very strange thing. He stretched himself out over the boy three times. Why did he do that? What Elijah did was full of symbolism. Ugh, first it applies to the church. And then <laughs> all this crap. So all of them are just like, three things. It's three, yeah. everybody. <laughs> But, okay, and then it says, secondly, on a personal level, when Elijah prayed, he prayed with his whole being, mind, soul, spirit, and body. His whole being was concentrated on reviving the boy. A lot of people pray for spiritual revival, but they don't go beyond words. They don't stretch so much as their little finger to revive one's soul in the ditch of sin. Even ditch if the, the soul is their sin. own. That's good. That's good. The ditch of sin. I like that. In stretching himself out over the boy, Elijah gave himself wholly to the work at hand. That's it. That's what I found. It okay, was well, at like, least, at least like one three... person acknowledged it was strange. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it definitely said that. And in multiple places did say that it was strange, but that we shouldn't focus on the strangeness of it. We should in- instead focus on the number three and how like committed Elijah was. Right. I wanted it to be like, this is a metaphor, not a metaphor, but like, they're basically saying that he's giving him the Heimlich maneuver, not the Heimlich, the, he's yeah, CPRing CPR, him. Yeah. He's CPRing him, but uh, no one said that. So whatever. So I it did, was strange. I did just, just real quick, I did find one article on JSTOR that I don't have access to because it's JSTOR and, oh. you know, they love to keep things behind paywalls. Okay. Uh, but like th- it's the same theories we came up with of like maybe it warmed the child or was hmm. like some kind of CPR or something. So it just seems like no one really knows. Yeah. Hmm. I did yeah, wonder if weird. if maybe if we imagined the stretching out being uh, kind of uh, like his body was perpendicular to the boy sort of praying over it. That makes me feel more comfortable than him being like the same like lengthwise kind of like as over the, boy. the child. Yeah. 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 So maybe we okay. go with that in our movie version. Sure. Does that, does that <laughs> sound good? Can we all agree yeah, on that? Yeah, why don't we just like <laughs> internally go with that? And okay, okay. Yeah, we're Perfect. going to push away the other things. <laughs> yeah. The other feelings. The long tradition of just ignoring that. Uh-huh. Uh, well, can I talk about Obadiah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our friend Obadiah. Uh, so I totally forgot about this, but there's a book of Obadiah that we'll be reading oh, at some point. Right. Uh, really? Yeah, I forgot now, about that too. Some traditions suggest that it's not the same Obadiah, but a lot of other traditions hmm. are like, no, nah, this is the same Obadiah. He got the gift of prophecy because he hid all those prophets. Oh, cool. I see. That he did this good deed. Now, it's interesting. I found a lot of articles talking about um, Obadiah kind of being a role model for when, for instance, you're working in a job that's maybe a little bit evil. 
or okay. uh, you're, okay. or you're working in an organization yeah, whose yeah, values don't quite match with your own evil. You're yeah. like you're oh, working, maybe a you're working evil. for a big bank or an insurance company or yeah. something. Yeah, okay. And okay. about how Obadiah, even though he was working for this kind of evil regime, he found ways to still maintain his faith and right. also be a little bit um, what's the word subversive. Okay. Yeah. In that regard, yeah. yeah, which I thought was interesting. Um, and also, uh, Obadiah, this name corresponds to like the name Abdi, which is a Turkish name, and also Abdullah, an Arabic huh. name okay. uh, that I think I've seen pretty frequently. Uh, that corresponds to Obadiah. I did want to share with you, um, so, you know, a couple things in the Christian tradition. He's a saint as well you know he has his own saint day Mm -hmm. and stuff like that uh but i want to share this wonderful etching with you and i will be sharing this in our drunk bible study fans and fellowship facebook group i've I've noticed that the dedeker really loves sharing visual based content on this podcast (laughs) yes but (laughs) on this audio based medium i get that's true (laughs) we're gonna do our best to try to talk about it but but we're also gonna i get it we're also gonna post it in places where people can see it so just calm down (laughs) okay so this is an etching by otto elliger and uh, it's an etching of Obadiah hides the prophets. Now, I love this image because Obadiah is so standing. Many of them. <laughs> there's, okay, anyone. there's first of all so many of them, so right? Many pro- I mean, there's a hundred of them, yeah. Yeah, a hundred of them, fifty per cave, as we establish. And Obadiah is in the front, and his hands are just kind of like, "All right, come on, move along, move along. No crowding, no crowding, no shoving. Just orderly fashion. Come on, nothing to oh see. Come God. on, come on, people." Right. As he's also, with the other hand, kind of shoving them all into this cave, not unlike. Wow a Japanese metro station employee shoving, shoving people into, into the train. Yeah. The train. <laughs> or or in, in Russia, it's old ladies at bus stops helping shove you onto trains or onto, uh, onto buses. Onto buses. But yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. worldwide anyway, tradition um, of this. Yeah. <laughs> I will share this etching in our Drunk Bible Study fans and fellowship Facebook group. So if you want to see it, and not complain to me about talking about visual aids on an audio format, then go join the Facebook group and look at it. Gracious. Just just join the group, and then you don't have to complain. It's great. There you go. That's all I got. Okay, so I did some looking up about Elijah starting this fire. and He didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's been burning since the world's been turning, or at least since yeah. Yahweh made it so. Uh, <laughs> right, he didn't start the fire, you're right. Yahweh did. We, we're told. Okay, so what I... I, I have <laughs> these memories as a kid. I mean, a, a kid, meaning like high school age. Of So my, my stepdad basically watched the History Channel nonstop. Um, mm-hmm. And he mostly watched shows that were about you know, military things, right? Like the history of the boats of World War II or, you know, just like all sorts of that that type of documentary thing. But sometimes what would come on were these shows that were about the science of the Bible, of like scientific explanations for things. I think we talked about this a little bit with the Joshua and Jericho with sounding the horns and everything that like maybe the sound waves created some resonance in the stones and that's what broke them. And anyway, I found this fascinating as a kid when I ended up like being in the room and saw some of these and thought they were cool of these like scientific explanations. So that's what I'd really hoped to find with this Elijah thing. Unfortunately, I didn't find that. Uh, It was actually quite hard to find anyone who really spent much time on this. Uh, But what I did find was 
one article uh, that was basically talking about it being uh, they're okay. They're basically saying like, okay, fire from heaven. If we're going to try to interpret this in a non miracle way, fire uh-huh. from heaven is lightning is lightning, right? Like it's gotta be. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. If we're, if we're not trying to spin it into something truly miraculous. Right. So they're like, okay, it's probably lightning. And then what they talk about is, I didn't know this, but apparently there's um, normal lightning is called, uh, gosh, what's the word they used for it? Um, is uh, like a negative is negative lightning. So normal lightning is negative lightning, which means the charge originates negative at the ground. Ions? It originates at the ground and goes up to the cloud. So even huh. though we see lightning as coming down, most lightning actually the charge is going up. And huh. I'd I'd heard that before. I remembered learning that at some point in some nerdy science thing. Uh, <laughs> but apparently there is a type of lightning uh, known as anvil lightning. Anvil, like Thor. That Thor's comes anvil. down. Ah. Thor that throws down a, the bolts. Right. That is a positive lightning, and it huh. originates on the tops of clouds and can actually travel like many, many miles horizontally before striking the ground. Whoa. So it can kind okay. of seem to come out of nowhere. So they're saying that we think it was this. And the evidence they give is, one is that they're on top of a mountain, Right. And this mountain apparently even today is known exactly and water that oh, he's made water. this one area during a drought Very made conductive. this one area more conductive huh. so huh. that this lightning eventually would strike uh, and that that's what created the fire, which either way, really good showman, this Elijah, right? A good understanding of surprising understanding of science for this day mm. and age. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if the aliens were teaching all of them um, science that makes sense yeah. too <laughs> so in, in looking at it though the one other thing i found that i thought was fun is our good good friends uh from superbook and you superbook. may you may remember superbook we talked about it before with uh saul pooping in the cave oh, oh yeah our, our favorite yeah they're the kids with the it, robot that, with like, the robot time yeah, travel I yeah found that. <laughs> It's pretty great. So I found uh, that they have this story of Elijah in here, and I just wanted to to play us a little bit of this. Uh, so this Wonderful. is first where Elijah is setting up the challenge and telling the other people to go first. You go first. There are many of you. Now these prophets of Baal have the wildest beards. They look like oh yeah, a bunch of beads all strung together <laughs> or something. Like some beaded drapes hung across their faces. It's very, very weird. I'll have to post a link. Yeah. uh... I'll have to post a link to this in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship so everyone can watch this. Okay. Is this the 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 ox or the the bull? Yes. Yes. Exactly. They. So they. Um. Whoops. They. So they cut up the bull. They put it on the altar, and the Baal prophets, you know, dance and sing. They play some cool drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Elijah comes out. So here he is coming to mock them while the children and the robot are kind of sitting by. Big now, weirdly, John. in this one, they are in the scene. Like, they're participating in the scene, too, and no one seems to be concerned about this robot here. <laughs> There's further proof that the aliens were commonplace at this right. time. But, Definitely. But... They were like, eh. <laughs> So this <laughs> is Elijah, Elijah mocking the prophets of Baal. Light, Light. 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 
He's daydreaming! Yeah. Uh -huh. Using the toilet! Or <laughs> traveling somewhere! Oh, they hate it. Yeah, they're so mad. So upset. <laughs> or maybe Rar. he's asleep! Shh! And you have to wake him up! Weirdest delivery of that acting. line ever. Wow. So we weird. Got it. Yeah. That was the take they went with. Yep. Okay, <laughs> and then finally Elijah gets his turn after they fail. And here's where the kids get involved. He, he recruits the kids to actually pour the water all over it. Oh. Fill four large jars with water and pour the water over the offering and the wood. Here's the kids pouring these jugs. As all these adults just stand by watching these children yep. doing all the labor <laughs> and the robot. Do the same thing again. <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, those idiots. That thing is soaking wet. There's no way this will ever catch fire. Now and the girl that's with him just sort of like time. looks away from him embarrassed. <laughs> Okay, yeah, and then we all know the rest of it. It's like a huge fireball that like explodes, and Whoa. he's like kneeling there praying while it's like blasting him backward in his kneeling position. Jeez. It's pretty wild, but uh, no, I do remember watching yeah. an animated version of this story in what? my Christian school on oh, YouTube. Really? On YouTube, if you look this up, like Elijah and the fire, there's like twenty different animated versions of this. It's well, wild. It's a, it's a very visually compelling story, right? That's true. I get it. Yeah. You know, very easy to set that up to, for kids to remember it. Yeah. Like, wow. So many different, several like 3D animated ones, a ton of 2D animated ones, like so many animated versions of this story. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> anyway, That's there, there we have it. That's what I got. So maybe it was cool lightning, uh, which, you know, I guess Yahweh gave cool meteorological knowledge to Elijah, um, <laughs> or it was this pillar of fire, which it seems like most of the depictions end up going with fireballs shooting down from the sky. Jeez. But I've noticed that all of these stories, all these animated versions for kids, seem to stop short before the part where they go and then murder 450 men. <laughs> uh, they yeah. all just kind of stop. <laughs> it. It's interesting. That. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Yeah. I don't what know either. I remember, what I remember from school, from the animated version we watched, I remember there was kind of an implica implication in that the prophets of Baal suddenly got real scared and mm. started running away. And I think maybe didn't some... Know why. Well, no, we knew why because we read it. Like, okay, we learned the story. They taught us the story. They didn't gloss over that part, surprisingly. Um, but I guess they just, you know, in a kids' film, didn't want to actually animate that. As yeah, I think like, that's fine. Yeah, that's it's fine. fair. Kind of like David and Goliath, where they don't show him actually decapitating Goliath, kind of like hacking his head off. Right. I did it. <laughs> Although, wait, no, they didn't really do that in the Veggie Tales. The little no. David was like, I'm going to get you, Goliath. And he was oh. really cute. All the versions I remember as a kid, including VeggieTales, it definitely implies that just kind of knocked him out. Yeah. It, oh. It's like they love glossing over the fact that it's like he maybe knocked him out, maybe killed him, but then took his own sword and hacked his own head off with it. <laughs> Same thing here yep. with the, the just murdering of 450 people all by the river. Gosh, the river would have been red. Now, to uh -huh. be fair, though, I think about stuff like Grimm's fairy tales and these like really old traditional mm. folk tales that were often very violent and gross and bloody. 
Yeah. And back then we didn't shy away from that with our kids. I suppose kids just naturally got more exposed to that kind of stuff because life was a little bit more rough. And I suppose, hmm. yeah. And, you know, I mean, all the things that are attached to that, like, you know, witnessing the fact that you have to see animals get killed for your food. Yeah, and that that's changes a good point. your relationship yeah. to it, you know, that your yeah. relationship to kind of violence and gore and stuff is a little bit different from how it is now. Wow. Yeah. 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 So it is just furthering that tradition of kind of like cleaning up these these old stories so that children of today who don't have to kill their own food don't have to think or about it. Or their own it. profits. Thank goodness. Or their own profits. Yeah. <laughs> Thank good all our profits are factory farmed yeah. now, so that we don't wow. have to do it ourselves. No, no it's okay, awful. let's wrap okay. it up there. Okay. Let's wrap it up there. All right. <laughs> wow, all right. what a, what a wealth of information we learned today. We'll be posting these things in our fans and fellowship Facebook group, and we will see you next week.